Gone. And welcome again to another edition of the Tech Guy and the Talent Podcast. I'm, as always, I'm your talent, and I'm here with the Tech Guy. I put my entire hand on my entire arm on my um, shirt. Sure. Yes. Now you my have small little out. arms. Like no, a T-Rex. I'm half a T-Rex. So today, the Tech Guy is going to tell us all about how he is planning on hacking into a local school. And Hacking's no word of a lie, but the most dullest term. What term would you prefer? Engaging in local espionage. Es- I don't believe it's espionage. Mm. Well, we can come up with a term as we go. So you might want to come a bit. You might, we're uh, going to talk about some films and things we're used to. You might want to come a bit closer because uh, microphone. You, you I'm also it. going to review some of Game of Thrones with maybe some spoilers. Uh, so, do you want to start with your yes. plan? Oh, it's not hacking. It's just technically. It's not hacking at all, it's not... Well, I'm just booting off another computer, technically. So... So what What are you doing? I'm going to explain this in very little little detail in case anybody else gets any ideas. Oh. It's probably been thought of before, but nobody's had the guts to publish anything like it. So, um, I would have an external SSD, because, well, they're fast. Mm-hmm. Then, on that SSD, I would have a copy of Windows 10. Whenever the computer boots up, I would run the Windows 10. Instead of uh, booting off the computer's internal hard drive, I'd boot off the external SSD. Okay. And is that going to be good, or is that going to be bad for me? Uh, well, to be fair, it wouldn't affect the school system at all. Okay. But what's it going to give you access to? Well, everything I want to. Within the school files as well? No, because they're network drives. Okay, so you won't have access to network drives or sensitive material... But you'll have access, have access to the C drive, or the computers, or the. I'd have access to the um, the drive in here in the laptop or the computer. But I could completely change that however the hell I want. But um, what else I could do is I could, um, for example, when we're doing our podcast, we're currently using a school computer, so we can't um, install anything like voice mod or anything like that. So. So you're going to be using this to... Oh, ass- yeah, I would use that to, um, well, help us, really. So, yeah, well, yeah. Also, just so teachers can't get access to it, um, I would use a FIDO UFA encryption key. Cool. Would you like me to explain what that is? A FIDO encryption key, yes, please. It's, it's like a USB but it's without the case on it. Okay. So it's a USB, you plug into the computer. When the computer, when the SSD boots up, it will say, please enter your, please put in your USB to unlock the hard drive. Otherwise the hard drive just won't boot or Windows won't boot without the key. Mm-hmm. That's what, well, that's what most people use who wants to hide some equipment or hide things. So, you plug the USB to, uh, you plug the stick in and then you type in the code that initiate the boot without the stick or the code. You could have one or the other. You could have one, but not the other, and they won't work. You have to have them both at the same time. So one will be in my head, one will be on my keys. Okay, cool. And then you'd need to log me into my account. Right. Which can be a bit hard because, well, I'm stubborn and I wouldn't give you my code. Okay. So it's. And, well, then you'd be illegally accessing material, which, well. We definitely don't want to do that. No, because that could lead to a lawsuit. Mm. 
that either. So that sounds very, very interesting and very technical. Yes. And is there a time frame for when you're going to do this? And how much money is this going to cost? Is it going to have a startup cost? Okay, it costs around... Okay, the, the SSD I'm getting is like 100, 250 gigabytes. So mm-hmm. quite a big one. Windows, so that's around £75. Mm-hmm. Windows 10 is £119. Well, Windows 10 Pro. Because okay. I need Pro to BitLocker it, which is the encryption service. Then I would use the Fire Key, which is like 40, maybe £50. So what are you looking for a, as a startup? So how much money? For about £220. £220, and you'll be able to do all that. Very interesting. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. And this will just allow you more freedom, I guess, in yeah. your... And you know the schools block, like, um, internet traffic completely? Or they block some internet traffic, like YouTube, Facebook, all of that blocked. The way I'd get around that is I'd install a VPN. Because schools, they can't install VPNs because you'd require administrative powers. So what I'd do is I'd do it without administrative powers. Right. Okay. Well, I'd do it on... Well, Seems like you spend a lot of time thinking about how to get around this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But why? But so why? What will that do for you in the long run? Make me loads of money. Because if kids want to know how to bypass these systems, uh, you so could sell the information. So you'll sell the information. Very Actually, hard. I'd sell the kits on how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, so you'd oh, so you manufacture and sell the kits? Yeah. Uh, minute, let me go to my Amazon list. Amazon.co.ic. Oh. Amazon.co.ic. Mm-hmm. So IK. Iceland? Uh, what is Iceland? Um, is IC or IK? Maybe it's just ice, ice baby. Ice, ice baby. Well, that's that's very, very informative. Mm -hmm. Also, get a massive keyboard. Yeah, get a massive keyboard, a wireless massive keyboard. Or maybe a wireless massive keyboard. What about that? I dream about that. What about like the um, holographic keyboards we were all supposed to get? Oh, no. What's happened to everything? All this cool stuff we were supposed to get. Yeah, there's holographic keyboards. Yes, there is. Um, there's a laser pointer. Those have a holographic mouse. Mm. It's pretty bad. Awful. Yes. So anyway, so films we're looking forward to. We were just looking at the uh, Brightburn trailer before. Like a knockoff of Superman. Yeah, kind of a knockoff of Superman. The idea that if Superman land, crash landed Earth, was raised by really nice people, but then became a psychopath at 13 years old. Which is kind of fitting because obviously you'd be going through a bunch of prepubescent changes and becoming a young man, going through those... Uh, puberty elements and probably becoming an absolute psychopath like most teenagers are, I think. Obviously, I'm using that facetiously. There's very few kids that I actually know that are. Obviously, there's very few psychopaths in general. a little light on the microphone and I just pulled out the thing. It's like a fiber optic lamp, you know what those are? Yeah. Like they shine the light through it. If you look in that hole there, it's mm-hmm. green. It is green. So you put that thing back in. There we go. So I'll do a quick little review of the final episodes of Game of Thrones, which actually makes me kind of nervous because I really enjoyed these last few episodes. I really enjoyed everything from the Battle of Winterfell against the Dark zombies I in the world. I want spoiler alert. Yeah. 
Okay. Lots of spoilers are ahead, that's for sure. So, essentially we end up right back where we were at the end with the Starks being a very powerful family. Pretty much everybody, all the evil in the world has been vanquished oh, to a degree. What a surprise! Kind of the good weird. guys win! <gasps> Unheard of! Well, the good guys didn't really always win, right? Because throughout the series, most of the good guys either got their heads chopped off, had their, brain, had their, had their skulls crushed, experienced, experienced horrendous things, like even the, the woman who becomes the queen of the north, Sansa Stark, she experienced some fairly um, graphic sexual assault and tra traumatization, right? So there's been so much there's been so many layers to this series, and I don't think that the people who are all up in arms and all critical of it actually have a foot, a leg to stand on, because this is all we're going to get, and this is the vision, this is the way that it has to end. I've long since stopped trying to have issue with series that I've enjoyed as they peter out, because a series' high point is always near the middle. Yeah, yeah. Three, four, three, four series in, you know, they, they hit their stride, but then things start to change. So... They have to How many series of Game of Thrones are there? Eight. Bloody hell. And they are good. Only like Full House and Fuller House have those that many. Fuller House, jeez, you're reaching back. But no, you've got like seven, seven or eight series of like Sons of Anarchy, seven or eight series of Breaking Bad. My sister watched the entire things, Fuller House and Full House. Oh, 16 series. Full House? Like old, like 1980s Full House? You know what's funny though is that those um how the house the full house that they live in, in in San Francisco, if they would have bought it in like nineteen ninety, and now we're selling it almost thirty years later in twenty nineteen, it would be worth millions and millions of dollars, mm. tens of millions of dollars. Well, and uh, plus the public publicity from it. Mm. Well, not just publicity, just that area of San Francisco and Silicon Valley, the Silicon Valley area, very very expensive area. But yeah, getting off topic for a moment, but narratives seem to. They seem to run out of steam. It's almost as though you've got to get into this point where you have to end a series almost as its high point, but then that's not satisfying for anyone. And as it peters out and as it ends, as it reaches its climax and resolution, you get your descending action, etc. People tend to calm down on it and they stop enjoying what they enjoyed in the first place, which was yeah. in the in the sake of Game of Thrones. Any anybody could die. There's dragons. There's magic. That's working behind the scenes. You're gonna die. And people are gonna die. That's what happens. Yeah. And some people that you're surprised live end up living. Yeah. And some people that you think are, are uncorruptible, they become corrupt. They become evil. And that's almost a metaphor for life because the power that people are, that people want or people are not ready for, that tends to corrupt them. Especially the idea of absolute power, kingship. And I wonder about how that is a metaphor for real life, especially right now. What time is um, that based in? Or modern day? Or, or no, it's like a medieval time kind of thing, but it's... it's modern it, day, it, but they had magic, so they never invested in technology. I guess so. I guess they, they've been around for thousands of years, but there's creatures like giants, <laughs> the children of the forest, and a giant ice wall. It all takes... It's, it's based on British history, actually. Oh, cool. The War of the Roses and things, the separation of houses. And the idea around Game of Thrones is that there's seven kingdoms in this continent called Westeros. There's also another continent called Essos, which is across the Narrow Sea, which is like the English Channel. Okay. 
And Ooh, SOS, the English Channel. It's very similar. Woo. <laughs> in Essos, you have all sorts of uh, interesting and different things, but in Westeros, they're so busy hailing themselves as the height of civilization, but they're absolutely brutal to one another. There's bands of soldiers run, ro roaming around the countryside, raping and pillaging, you know, mm -hmm. killing one another willy-nilly, mm -hmm. and then getting hung or getting their heads chopped off. So. Woo! They got killed for killing people. Yeah. Call me boy again, and I'll chop your head off. Those kinds of things. I'm looking forward to watching it again, actually. So. Are you one of those people who double watch a series? Definitely. Definitely. Why? Because it's enjoyable. Why? Because I like a narrative. I like the way stories are told. I, I don't like them to just hover in the background because actually you don't get any sort of deep understanding of the story or of the characters. Or do, do you, when a new season of things come out, do you partially watch the last couple of episodes of the last, previous series? Depends what we're talking about. In the case of um, Game of Thrones, like me and the missus, we watched it. We watched the preceding seven series before Christmas, and I was trying to get her. We were gonna watch two episodes a week from like September or something to get up to now. Mm -hmm. But she's, she's yep. not like that. She, she just binges Ugh. everything. Pinches? Binges. So she oh. binges everything. Oh, so yeah, I do the exact same. I, I would watch like 18 episodes or something a day. Exactly, that's what people uh, love 12, to do. There's 12 hours in a day? I'll somehow cram 40 episodes in. A lot, but how much do you actually intake and how much do you actually enjoy the stories? Well, it's possible. I, I'm really enjoying like Backy on Netflix or what? There's a bunch of like anime shows on Netflix that are really good, like One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Have you ever seen One Punch Man? No, just tut. You don't like tut. You don't like Japanese animation? No. What's the matter with you? No. That should be right up your alley. It's all like futuristic technologies and stuff like that. No. But you'd rather watch something like Salvation. Yes, because it has people in it. Let's have a proper go about Salvation. <laughs> Unresolved, cancelled after second series because it's lame. Actually, it's so lame, it's French. Lame. Even the French know it's lame. I'm just not happy with the lack of resolution. Also, how slow it was. Big meteorite coming to wipe out Earth. We need Salvation. Also, I'm tired of all of these these bad guys trying to be um, the dude from the following. He's kind of detached man. Obsession. But yeah. What are we looking forward to in terms of films and series that are coming out? Uh, I still haven't actually watched Endgame, but... What? What? You need to watch Endgame. That's what you should do over the holiday. Put Locker. Oh, no, don't put Locker. Go into a Come theater. Come on. Go into a theater, get your popcorn, get your soda, sit there. Okay, my mum doesn't allow us to have... Okay. When I my mum, I'm not allowed to have um, or really anything in a, um, a cinema except maybe a... whatever we bring from home. Yeah, definitely. Oh, always, no. Always bring your own stuff from home. Yeah, so otherwise it's like £100 billion pounds for a, a single piece of popcorn. Exactly. No, I mean, like, we'll only get, like, Okay. Well, sure. water, what? pack of sweeties. Yeah. Well, okay, what we'll bring is a big bag of Haribos. Mm -hmm. What happened is, okay, we'll bring about three big bags of popcorn. We'll all choose, pretty much all choose our favourite flavour. We'll have to share. Then whoever likes the favourite flavour the most gets pretty much to take the bag. Mm -hmm. 
and pretty much eat most of it. And then Anne says, you should share. And then you sort of just, it, when it goes back to you, you just eat the rest of them. Right. And they will just disappear. What's your favourite flavour of popcorn? Um, wow. two. You have two favourite flavours. Yeah. Two. I have cinnamon mm-hmm. and like, that's like toffee, uh, butter kiss do one, which is like covered in toffee or something like that, a caramel, something like that. Those are really, really good. Really, really good. Poppycock. There's so many different types of ones. I really just like salt and butter, but sweet, um, sweet and salty is very good. Yeah. Very good. Have you ever tried Nutella popcorn? No, but that's something I'm going to have to dedicate my life to from now on. Yeah, my dad makes it. My whole life in What? Yeah. Barry we, makes this stuff? Yeah, well, my... You tell Barry next time he comes in for parents' evening. I'll give you a I don't really think he, I don't really think he um, tell him goes because, in for parents' evening. You tell him get his butt in for parents' evening and get me some Nutella. Oh yeah, it's popcorn with Nutella on it. It's so, quite simple to make. So all you do is just like use a whole jar of Nutella and put popcorn in Nutella? Sort of. What are you doing? Get the popcorn. Once it's popped, you have to not, you don't just get like micro popcorn. No. Popcorn kernels. You have to use pop, popcorn, popcorn. Yeah, popcorn kernels. Like with a pop. The pan, yeah. The, no, with a pot. Like a, yeah. Or you have to use the actual popcorn pop, the air popper thing? No, you need like a pot, like a, on the gas. Oh yeah. Yeah, do that, put popcorn kernels in. Then once that's all been cooked through, you need to take it out, leave it to cool for a bit. Put a bit of butter, a tiny bit of butter in, because when my dad does it, he puts way too much butter in. Mm-hmm. So put butter in um, the the pan. The pan. Wait for that to heat up. Okay. Pull the popcorn back in, and put a massive blob of Nutella in there. Mix it all around. Done. Do you eat it with your hands, or do you eat it with like a spoon? Who would eat it with a spoon? I don't know. I don't want to get my hands all full of Nutella. That's I think that's weird. Yeah, but your hands won't be covered in Nutella because what it does is it evenly coats everything. And then, so, and then, then it just dries, dries off. Okay. And just eat that like that. Also, one thing is nice. No, my throat definitely get messy. It gets so messy. You gotta think, Felix. When I what? when I think about this stuff, I think about my three little kids digging into it and just getting like. Well, yeah. What happens most? You have a, a bit of a chocolatey stain hand, which means resolved by licking your hand. Mm. Or um, one other thing is nice Nutella. Okay, you get like a small dish. Normal popcorn will do to this. Get a small dish, mix some Nutella, peanut butter, mm-hmm. smooth or crunchy, I don't really give it down, and Always sugar. crunchy, always crunchy. Yeah. And crunchy isn't that the best. Well, cr- crunchy is the best on toast, but whenever you're using popcorn, you never get actually the nuts. Right. Because you always just get the paste, because, well, the nuts heavy yeah, and it just drops off. Yeah, it's easier to coat them whenever. So you a little bit of sugar in there. A little bit of sugar, mix that in with Nutella and peanut butter, and then dip it in that and then eat it. Like, you can't, okay, what I mean by dipping it, don't poke it, you scoop it. Mm. Life is so much better with popcorn, isn't it? Yes. Life is much better with chocolate, sugar, and popcorn, and peanut butter. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we should have, we should definitely have a, a daily diet tip from you. Here's the tech guy's daily diet tip, and here we go. Yeah, well, my diet's horrendous. Your diet's horrendous? <laughs> yes. It's because you burn, like, 30,000 calories just sitting there. You've got that kid diet. Well, no, and I eat just a bunch of sugar. Huh? Kid metabolism. Yeah. Child metabolism. Must be hard. Must be hard growing up being thin and fabulous all the time. Charles Cretors, oh, that's the guy's name who found popcorn. Oh, What's his he, name? The first commercial popcorn machine was invented by Chicago. It was invented by, in Chicago by Charles Cretor. Oh, that's nice. 
commercial popcorn machine. That's who made the commercial popcorn machine. But doesn't can it be unpopped popcorn? You shouldn't just run hands on hot popcorn. Old maid turns in. A brief history of popcorn by Theo. Popcorn's weird. Uh, oh. Is that Theo doing? Tut. But this is like this is the stuff I want to buy. Oh, so you've all priced it up here and everything like that. Well, if you keep behaving, you'll get your five pound vouchers, and then you'll be able to do this. All right. I think that kind of brings us to the end of our tech guy and the talent podcast. As always, up in the talent, and there's the tech guy. Tune in in two weeks' time for more dietary. Okay, it is two weeks' time because the half time. You're going to miss me next week. I'm not. Yes, you will. No, I'm not. Enjoy yourself. Okay, cool. I will.